Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of We Hold These Truths uh, Speak Out. Uh, this evening, we're going to be talking about uh, the Federal Reserve and uh, partial media exposure of what the Federal Reserve is actually doing to take uh, their advantage of this coronavirus epidemic. So uh, our, our founder and, and host, uh, Chuck Carlson, is a, really a, a financial expert on these things. So he is going to be uh, giving the presentation this evening. But before we get started, let's just ask the Lord to bless our time together, please. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the King of kings and Lord of lords, that nothing escapes your notice. And right now we ask that you would uh, be in the midst of our conversation this evening, that you would get the honor and praise and then bring insight uh, to us as we share other thoughts. Uh, we pray your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Chuck. Okay, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to be talking tonight about a subject uh, that everybody should be uh, concerned about, interested in. It's not only the COVID virus, but it's also our money that's involved. And they're wrapped together. And uh, the source uh, of the tape that's wrapping them together is the Federal Reserve System. Uh, this, uh, this program tonight is based upon a recent article uh, written by a Reuters News Service in which they talk about uh, the Federal Reserve's uh, role in uh, COVID-19 COVID crisis. Uh, now, um, what it amounts to is that uh, uh, the coronavirus has given uh, the Wall Street controlled press an excuse to hide vital facts from us about what's going on in our country and what's going on especially with our money. We've received our checks in the mail. We know that, that we are, have a benevolent government that's sending money out to us. But uh, what is really happening and uh, what is uh, the role of the Federal Reserve Bank in this? Um, where does the Fed get all the money that it is spending to prop up the economy during the COVID-19 nightmare. Uh, Reuters News Service is, is a distinguished outfit and it's uh, respected. And I, I have to admit that I dial it up early in the morning and look every morning to the headlines in the Reuters News Service to see what they are, what they are spouting about. Um, and, um, but uh, Reuters along with uh, Bloomberg News, owned by Michael Bloomberg, the former mayor of New York, uh, just recently running for president of our country, dropped out. Um, they uh, have ignored the truth of what the Federal Reserve Bank has done. Uh, they have ignored it to an obvious degree. Uh, they've ignored how the Fed's vast dollar assets are created and how this money manufacturing goes on in our life. Um, uh, the, the current uh, uh, nightmare that we're suffering over the COVID-19 virus, it's putting people out of work and threatening to destroy whole companies, um, is, uh, uh, is, is uh, covered for by uh, the media. Uh, and it's being used, of course, um, as uh, Reuters tells us and others, um, to uh, 
justify the spending of some $6 trillion to basically prop up industries and all over the country. A little bit of that money came out to you and I in these checks that were sent to us, uh, $1,200 maybe, uh, just about enough for the average guy to pay his rent uh, if he rents a house or um, an apartment. Uh, then it'll be gone. Uh, the dollars uh, are provided by our Congress, but we know that our Congress already has a deficit this year uh, that's running up toward a trillion dollars. Now, some 25 years ago, we had a campaign that went on that said no trillion dollar national debt. Uh, the debt at that time was about $800 billion. And there was a threat that the, that the debt would go as high as a trillion. Uh, now uh, we had a trillion dollars of added debt in the, in the, it's budgeted for the first quarter. And we now hear that the Federal Reserve Bank uh, is going to provide, provide the funds to the Congress to spend $6 trillion uh, this year, more than they take in. Uh, is, this would be, if you make uh, $50,000, this would be like you going down to the bank and borrowing, what, $300,000 uh, or something, maybe, maybe many times more than that. Um, the bank, of course, wouldn't lend it to you if, unless you had collateral. Uh, the question, of course, is since the Federal Reserve Bank is providing all this money, uh, where did they get it? And the answer to that is they are borrowing it all over the globe. They're borrowing it from China. They're borrowing it from, uh, from Japan. They're borrowing it from every country that has a surplus of trade. And they're borrowing it from millions of people all over the globe who have excess money. And uh, so the Fed is basically borrowing this money uh, headed for, they say, a $6 trillion, trillion dollar, uh, deficit this year and providing it uh, to, our, uh, to our Congress, who is then spending it or giving it away, such as in the checks we just got. Um, uh, the shocking thing about all this is that our media doesn't tell us the truth about that. So unless we are diligent and think about it, and we're the kind of people that stay up at night reading about things like this, thinking about them and contemplating, uh, we're not gonna know that this is even going on. Mr. and Mrs. America, uh, who you go to church with on Sunday, probably not one in a hundred even thinks about what federal deficits mean to them. Uh, it's very, uh, very realistically does mean that uh, it's money that eventually has to be paid back by somebody. And the, the, the way that governments handle this is they essentially dilute the value of the money they issue until, uh, until, until our savings are worth little or nothing. Uh, we're told that our, uh, that our uh, rate of uh, inflation in the United States is struggling to get up to 2%. It's only 1.5% or something like that. Well, we all know that if we buy anything, that's not true. Uh, things have gone up a lot more than 2% a year. 
but uh, we're told this mythology to, so that we don't look. Um, uh, now Reuters puts it this way, the US Central Bank is arguing, I'm quoting uh, Reuters, the US Central Bank is arguing, uh, arguably the most powerful financial institution on earth. It has more than $5.3 trillion of assets on its books, the equivalent of roughly a quarter of the annual U.S. economic output before the crisis. So now we're told how healthy the Federal Reserve Bank is and that we can depend upon them to, uh, to carry us through. They can issue these, uh, they can give Congress uh, the, approve the money to, give uh, the, the uh, Congress uh, the right to send us uh, $1,200 checks. Uh, they can uh, do whatever they want because uh, they're sitting on $5.3 trillion of assets. Um, now, the shocking part about this is that Reuters does not tell us the truth about this. They let us go off and think this so that we go home thinking uh, all is well and good when we read about the Fed funding something uh, it doesn't give us a, a, a headache uh, because we've heard from Reuters that the Fed has $6 trillion or has $5.3 trillion on their books. Uh, we've talked about this and written about this many times. And uh, of course, uh, what we've talked about and what others and friends of ours have talked about time and time again uh, is that uh, the Federal Reserve really is a combine of international bankers who uh, who owns a bunch of buildings that they hold Federal Reserve meetings in. Uh, but essentially uh, the uh, book, the uh, trillions of dollars on the Fed's books is created assets. Uh, and in fact, what it really represents is each dollar of the uh, 5.3 trillion represents a dollar of, uh, of, of money the Federal Reserve has actually uh, borrowed. So when the Federal Reserve issues a treasury bond in the amount of $100,000, uh, then somebody owes the Federal Reserve $100,000 and they post that on their books as an asset of $100,000. So the more debts the Federal Reserve sells, the higher their assets get. Of course, uh, the people who buy the bonds then expect to be paid interest on them. Interests are low now because bonds are being bought out of fear of the stock market. Uh, so the Federal Reserve uh, basically is finding it easy to sell more bonds. And when they have to pay interest on the um, current $3.5 trillion debts, they essentially sell more bonds and use that money to pay the interest to the previous bondholders. So this is what we're up against. Our contention tonight, our concern tonight, is that our press never tells us about this. How can we plan our lives? How can we go about our business? How can we decide what to do with our little businesses? Uh, how can we decide what to, how, to, how much money to spend sending our kids to college when the people we rely on to tell us the truth about business don't tell us the truth? And the question is, of course, why? Are the people at Reuters just criminals who want to lie to us? Or is there such power in Washington, D.C. and in New York 
that organizations like Bloomberg News and uh, Reuters News Service don't dare tell us the truth. Uh, I'm going to stop right now and ask Craig you know, what he thinks of this. Uh, and uh, maybe Tom would like to make a comment. The question being, why do the organizations that we look to for our news lie to us by saying uh, the, the central bank is arguably the most powerful financial uh, uh, organization on earth. It has 5.3 trillion in assets, the equivalent of roughly uh, a quarter of the uh, total U.S. output for the entire year without ever telling us where the Federal Reserve gets the billions and trillions of dollars. That's where, where, uh, where we want to stop and discuss it just a little bit. Anybody have a thought? Yeah, uh, Chuck, I'd like to uh, jump in on this. Uh, you know, as when we hold these truths, we're not just a financial service. We're not, our, our main focus is presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, and showing what does the Bible have to say uh, about issues all, all across. It's not just salvation, it's how to live. Jesus is uh, our, our guide and our, our model for life. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to look at a, a couple of verses because at one point we had a Christian nation when it was founded. It, it was even determined by law that this was indeed a Christian nation. Those days are, are long gone now. So you ask the question, uh, why does the Federal Reserve do this and so forth? And the bottom line is it's an unrighteous or organization and they, it, we've gotten away from our, our biblical and our Christian foundations. Uh, just a couple, <clears throat> couple verses about the integrity of money and what the Bible has to say about the integrity of money. And, and so uh, from Deuteronomy chapter 25, uh, verse 13, it says, you shall not have in your bag two kinds of weights, a large and a small. You shall not have in your house two kinds of measures, a large and a small. A full and fair weight you shall have, a full and fair measure you shall have, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. For all who do such things, who act dishonestly, are an abomination to the Lord your God. <clears throat> so having dishonest money, which is definitely what you're describing, creating money out of nothing, that is an abomination to God. And I don't I don't hear the churches standing up and saying anything about that. A couple more uh, passages, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you go again. Proverbs 11, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. We get that word, an abomination again. Uh, then they say, well, that's just the Old Testament. Well, um, uh, Paul, writing to the uh, Corinthians in 2 Corinthians, said, for children are not obligated to save up for their parents, but parents for their children. What we're doing with our national debt is we're mortgaging the future of our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, our great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren down the line. So this this is a total, total violation of Scripture. So no matter how you cut this thing, you see, as Christians, we should be speaking out against this as what it is. This is an abomination. And we'll talk more about the, the virus later. But just on the financial side, this is an abomination before God. Absolutely right. Have largely been focused upon trying to convince um, 
evangelical churches that uh, they need to be conscious of what is happening to them and responsible for what is happening, even through our government. We cannot have a, we cannot have a just life if we do not have a just government. And we can't have either if we don't have just churches who take their responsibilities. So the, the, the notion that we must, uh, that we must gain uh, the support uh, for of these sound ideas and your, and your comments on sound money, fair measurements, uh, then this of course, uh, uh, is a, we're in, it's incumbent upon us to do this and if we don't do it, there is no future for our children in this country. Uh, we, we are a country of people who immigrated here because these, these ideas of fair weights and measures, in other words, sound money that wasn't depleted by the Federal Reserve printing more every day, billions and trillions of dollars. Uh, the, the people who came here, our founding fathers came from places where that was done and where uh, they were poor because of the, uh, of the abuses uh, of money that, uh, among other things, that, uh, that plagued them. And our forefathers here at this country dictated the use of sound money. And of course, we had a gold standard at one time where all money was defined in gold and silver. Uh, that, of course, was gradually changed and moved away from until um, uh, until one of our presidents, I think it was uh, uh, Richard Dixon, uh, 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 eliminated the gold standard and cut our money free uh, loose from uh, from gold. Uh, and uh, so uh, you're absolutely right, and uh, we we face this incredible problem uh, where not only uh, is the is our central bank a creation of our Congress, a creation of internationalists who have gained control over our money supply in this country. Uh, but uh, our press now is covering and lying for them and deceiving us to where uh, it's almost impossible for the ordinary guy to understand the simple things that we're talking about today and the biblical truths that you've just told us about, Craig. You want to go further with that? Well, Chuck, that's that's the financial side, <clears throat> but then we need to look at just the the economic and the the effect of what's going on to our country because these bankers are ransacking our 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 economy. Um, this uh, this whole idea is it's not just death from the virus, and those those deaths, by the way, are, are definitely questionable when we have documentation that doctors are being coerced to include COVID-19 uh, as, a, as a function or a source of, of the death. Um, the, uh, I, I can't think of her name right now, the scarf lady that at all the press conferences, uh, she says about people dying with COVID, you know, you don't die with a disease, you die from a disease. And so just because you, you've got a cold and you've got, you're full of cancer, well, you didn't die of a cold. You, you died of all the cancer that's riddled through you, and so the the the, the numbers the numbers lie to begin with. So that's that's problem number one. So we don't know the real extent of it. 
we do know that this is this is a nasty nasty virus it is killing people but so is being locked locked down this this uh home arrest that we've been been going through as a nation uh just a little town just to to the west of me uh two people not related but they committed suicide because they they've they've lost their job they've lost their their whole despondent over what things going on and so they 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 pulled the trigger and so now is that a covid 19 death it definitely should be included in that because we're killing we're killing people with with these with the finances where uh you know this the disease you know like 95 percent of the people even if they do catch it get over it but we're talking uh child abuse we're talking uh all kinds of uh domestic violence we're talking uh you know suicides this stuff lasts for a lifetime you know to the people that it affects you know this is not something that you're going to get over in a season so this this yes yes it's it's bad yes it's deadly but the we need to be holistic looking looking at it we're not putting people above economics what is the best for for the for the nation as a whole and uh way we're going right now this is this is not not good so you have to ask the question what's behind what is driving this agenda it sure isn't public health and public safety and these in the security of our nation so i turn it back to you chuck what is the driving factor because it's not it's none of the things that we would do if we had a family of our own in in this kind of situation happen uh the the driving factor uh is that um uh, there are powers and authorities in our country who are taking advantage of this uh, this curse that we have, this this disease. Uh, they're taking advantage of it uh, in order to uh, in order to uh, push forth their own agendas, and that is, of course, the reason why uh, people like Bloomberg News and um, the other uh, Reuters and others, uh, New York Times, you run down the line, uh, you can't find a newspaper who really explains to us what's going on. And uh, the, the reason for this is the pressure that's put upon these news sources uh, by uh, some authorities and powers in higher places. Now, recently I read where a character named Bill Gates, um, who uh, founded Microsoft uh, Corporation and is a uh, many times billionaire over and over again, uh, operates a foundation uh, that, uh, that is said at times that, uh, the, that the population of the world simply has to go down. This world will not stand all the population we have. He's campaigned for what amounts to euthanasia. Uh, he's not come out and said so publicly, but he clearly believes that some way to get rid of a lot of people is going to have to be done, or the Earth is going to become uninhabitable. Uh, this, this is, uh, these are the kind of thoughts going on. Gates' latest uh, idea is uh, markers uh, for us all under our skin, where we would all be traceable, and where we'd have this involuntary condition of being marked uh, with a uh, with a traceable instrument that we carried for the rest of our lives and then uh, controls could be carried out for us. Uh, he's also talking about um, the nece necessity of, uh, of, of taking shots, taking immunity shots for basic diseases that someone else would decide we need an immunity shot for. 
we wouldn't have our own basic, we wouldn't have our own uh, our own ability to make that choice for ourselves. We would uh, be forced to take these shots. These kind of things are going on all the time uh, as a as a result of uh, of this uh, virus. That, as you pointed out, and Tom, I think, pointed out. Uh, Nobody has yet figured out what the mortality rate really is. Uh, as uh, I think you said, uh, the, the number of people that get over it without really knowing they had it is larger than the number of people who come down with it and have symptoms. Uh, uh, the number of people who die in some, uh, some other countries uh, has, is uh, something like 0.02%. So the uh, so th there's no no question that uh, that coronavirus is being used for control purposes. There's no question that there are people taking advantage of it, and our media is not telling us any of these things. They're trying not to. Uh, Tom, did you have something to interject? Yes, a uh, couple things. Uh, I would like to remind people we're talking about the Federal Reserve and. We do have as a resource here at We Hold These Truths, and we'll include a link uh, to it in the show notes, uh, the secrets of, secrets of the Federal Reserve System written by uh, Eustace Mullins. It's a very, very valuable resource to understand uh, how the uh, Federal Reserve System was founded. We have talked about this on, uh, many times it's a mechanism for financing wars and uh, knowledge is power. And we as individuals look at what's going on and say, what, what can we do? And one thing we can do is educate others. The, the other comment I wanted to make was it seems like this uh, pandemic is also contagious with other countries as far as their response to this. And as an example, Australia, which is one twelfth the population of the United States, Australia continent is about the same size as the continental US. They've got about 27 million people there. They basically have followed the same as it, most countries around the world, same scenario that's being implemented here in the United States and uh, their uh, central bank is doing the same kind of bailouts that we're doing here, probably even greater. And so if you compare it, uh, what they're doing uh, is basically equivalent. But in Australia, the death rate is only four people per million. And, you know, the according to uh, figures here are looking the death rate in the world, even with the suspect uh, uh, figures, is 38 uh, deaths per million population. It, it's claimed there's 257 deaths uh, per million in the United States, which is uh, you know less than two tenths of a percent. So I guess Chuck, uh, how how do we um, is there what, what, what are going to be the consequences uh, of these actions? Will we see some kind of hyperinflation? We see an, a move away from the, 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 uh, the American dollar 
and we're seeing crazy things with oil going down even to zero in the future market. And so there's lots of strange, bizarre things happening uh, around the world. Are, are we headed for uh, some kind of a collapse or hyperinflation? Uh, either one could happen or both. And it's the most likely case is both will happen. Uh, the amount of money that's being printed is not just unprecedented, but it's unheard of. Uh, in, in any example of, uh, of, that you can find in history, uh, this, is, this is unique. We're talking about $6 trillion. Uh, it's, it's an unthinkable amount of money. Uh, if this money circulates through the system and is filtered on down to the public, uh, and is spent by the public, yes, uh, the cost of stuff is going to go up. There's no question about it that if if the people uh, do get a hold of these dollars, the, the, the cost of, of, of things are going to rise, and that is by definition inflation. Uh, but a better definition of inflation is an increase in the supply of money without a commensurate increase in the supply of things to buy, such as food and so on. We're now finding a reduction of things to buy because of shutdowns. Uh, there's going to likely be a meat shortage. Uh, there is, of course, too much oil and gas right now. Uh, but a lot of things are getting in short supply. If this happens, uh, the, the prices could run away and we could have the kind of inflation that's been described in third world places around, around the world. Uh, one of the questions that's happening right now, and I don't want to meet, dwell overly on financial markets and financial things, but uh, of this huge amount of money that's being printed, a very small percentage of the Fed's spending is going to go into the hands of the public. The, the $1,200 that we've talked about uh, per capita comes out to be some hundreds of millions of, of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars. But it's only uh, 10 to 15% of the total of the total trillions that are being talked about. The bulk of this money is being going to be handed out and fed to very large and small corporations. But the indication that we're seeing right now is that it's going to go mostly into the hands of big companies like Boeing Aircraft Company that's in big trouble like Wells Fargo Bank that's done all kinds of things and it is all kinds of soup and their stock is going down, down, down. Uh, these, these big corporations are going to be the ones who are the recipients of most of this money. And the question is, what are they going to do with it? Are they going to run out and hire all kinds of people, find jobs for them, make jobs, give them jobs where they really don't need it? Uh, find new ways to make things and sell uh, and sell them? Are they going to uh, struggle in every possible way to help expand the economy? Uh, what they've been doing in recent years is major corporations have been buying back their own stock. They've simply said, we have X number of shares outstanding and we're making X dollars. If we had less shares, then uh, our stock would look better because we would be making more dollars per share. So in order to, in order to increase their uh, per share income, uh, 
they basically bought their own stock in the open market and taken and retired those shares. And this has, of course, pumped up the other shares that are in the existing market. And of course, it's helped the management who owns the most stock. Uh, corporations have been buying back their own stocks. In other words, the leaders of corporations have been detecting that there's an unsoundness in the market resulting from the very things we're talking about. The big guys know it. They already know what we're talking about. And that's why the, uh, the big news media don't dare talk about it. The, the big guys who run the companies and who finance, especially those who finance the companies, know what's going on and they don't want it discussed. Are they going to create more jobs with the money that's being given to them? or are they gonna buy back their own stock? Uh, we've noticed that the stock market has gone up as never before in the history of our country. And that's been happening during times that are certainly troubled. The reason, the primary reason the stocks, stock market has gone up, one of the biggest reasons has been corporate buybacks. As the corporate, corporations have made money, they've simply buy, buy back, bought back their own stocks instead of expanding and hiring more people, so etc. And this has forced the stock market up and everybody, all the stockholders are happy. But are they healthy? That's the question. And that's the question you raised, Tom, is this healthy? We, are we gonna have runaway inflation where everything goes up, including stocks? Or could we have a, 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 a recessionary nightmare where everything goes down, including stocks? Uh, or is it possible we have both? In neither case is it healthy. And we need to convince our, our friends, associates, especially our church leaders, that they need to take a responsibility. And as Craig has pointed out, be responsible. Look into the Bible as what it said about fair, uh, fair weights and measures, about what it said about cheating people by putting your thumb on the scale, in other words. Uh, that's exactly what's being done. And um, so uh, to answer your question, yes, we could have either one or both, and both are, are bad. We could have a recession condition showing up, we could have booming inflation, or we could have inflation first and then a collapse after that. Uh, Any time that countries have done the kind of things that are being done now in our country, it's resulted in chaos of some kind. And uh, we need to help do our part to help protect people from this. Thanks, Chuck. I would just like to remind people that um, we're an information agency here. We hold these truths. We're followers of Jesus Christ. And we need to act responsibly. We all, I think the people that watch this, don't expect the government to solve our problems. And so it's very vital that uh, we act locally, uh, maybe even starting a, a, a victory garden. They did it during World War II. And so uh, that we uh, have uh, sort of backup, if you will, in case the food crisis gets worse, as we just briefly mentioned here. So uh, why don't we have, uh, Craig, come on and uh, uh, give us a, a, a closing prayer here. And thanks, Chuck, for your work uh, in this area. 
Well, great. Again, yes, too. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, you definitely have the, the expertise looking at all the financial aspects of this. But as Christians, we need to uh, look, look to the word of God for our answers for, for this life. So let's just commit this to the Lord. And uh, thank you all for, for watching. Uh, we hope these truths speaks out this evening. Father, we just commit this uh, last uh, 40 minutes to you. Uh, we pray that it will touch hearts and that many people will be uh, drawn into your word uh, to learn how to uh, live this life that you've given us and to be faithful to your, your precious son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Good night.